Hi, I'm Pat Priest. You may know me as Marilyn on the Munsters. And I'm going to be the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Thank you for joining us for episode 336 of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, Halloween week, it looks like we're going to have somebody from the Munsters. Pat Priest, who played Marilyn Munster on the Munsters, is going to be here at On Screen and Beyond. And also, she was in the film with Elvis called Easy Come, Easy Go. We're going to talk about all of that and a whole lot more in just a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. But this week, we're going to be looking at November releases in theaters and on DVD and Blu-ray. And it's all coming up next right here on On Screen and Beyond. So I hope you're going to stick around for that, too. And it's been a busy week. We've got a whole lot of people that we are making connections with. I want to thank all of you who have sent uh, recommendations for guests here at On Screen and Beyond. You can do that at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and I'll see what I can do about getting that person on. Like I said, I've been on the phone with a lot of different people. We've got a lot of great guests coming our way in the coming weeks, so I hope you are going to be listening. Tell a friend. Tell them to go to onscreenandbeyond.com. Go to our rerun section or go to iTunes, and you'll see all the episodes of On Screen and Beyond right there. Amazing guests, just, just so many of them. Be sure to check it out. We'd appreciate it that you tell a friend. All right. What do you say? Let's get into it. November releases in theaters as far as remakes on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. November releases in theaters as far as remakes. Guess what? There are not any. That's right. There are no remakes coming our way in November. So uh, I think they're sort of building them up for, you know, around the holiday season. But then again, there's more, um, you know, sequels coming then. So uh, they may be finally slowing up on the remakes, but uh, we'll find out. Usually those are the big ones that are coming out in September too. So we'll see. But uh, as far as remakes, none right now. But coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming away as far as new movies in theaters in November? November releases in theaters as far as new movies. Interstellar. Now, this is a big one a lot of people have been looking for, forward to. It blasts into theaters on November 7th. And the film stars Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway as a group of space travelers make use of a newly discovered wormhole to travel through space. So that sounds exciting. And uh, Big Hero 6 from Disney arrives on November 7th from Disney Animation Studios. And it's about an inflatable robot. And you can look for Steve Carell, Channing Tatum, Mark Ruffalo, and Vanessa Redgrave to star in Foxcatcher. Now, this is a uh, based on real life events on November 14th. It'll be coming our way. It's about a wrestler who trains for the 1988 Olympics with the help of an eccentric multimillionaire played by Steve Carell. And like I said, it's based on true events. So uh, check that one out. They say it's really good. That's it for upcoming new movies in theaters in November. Next on On Screen to Be On, 
What's coming our way as far as sequels in November? We've got some, believe me. And there's some of the bigger ones. It's next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. November releases as far as sequels in theaters on November 14th, Dumb and Dumber 2. It just doesn't get any dumber, I guess. It brings back those two crazy guys, Lloyd and Harry, and uh, they're in for another misadventure. Stars Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels. And The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 will be coming our way on November 21st. And Horrible Bosses 2 brings back Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston on November 26th. And you can look for those crazy penguins of Madagascar as they have their own movie coming our way on November 26th. That is it for upcoming new movies as far as sequels in November in theaters. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD in November. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. TV on DVD coming our way in November on November 4th. Eastbound and Down, the complete series. Hill Street Blues, Season 3. Hot in Cleveland, Season 5. Little House on the Prairie, A Merry Ingalls Christmas will be coming our way. Also, The Newsroom, Season 2. Perry Mason Movie Collection 7, 8, and 9 will be coming our way. On November 11th, you can look for The Avengers Season 5 on Blu-ray. And The Complete Batman 1960s TV show will be coming our way. That'll be an exciting one to see. And True Blood Season 7. November 18th, In Search of, the complete season will be, uh, the complete series, rather, will be coming our way. And Wolf Blood Season 2. That's it for TV on DVD coming our way in November. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD in November? We've got it next. Movies on DVD coming your way in November. It looks like November 4th, Hercules with Dwayne Johnson, Maleficent with Angelina Jolie, and Disney's Planes Fire and Rescue will be coming our way along with Step Up All In. And How to Train Your Dragon 2 will be coming our way on November 11th along with Jersey Boys, Let's Be Cops, Tammy with uh, Melissa McCarthy, and on November 18th, look for 22 Jump Street. And so it goes with Diane Keaton. If I Stay, also Into the Storm, will be heading our way on November 18th, with, along with Sin City, A Dame to Kill For, The Wind Rises with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. November 25th, The Expendables 3 comes our way with Stallone and Friends, and The Giver with Jeff Bridges. You can also look for no, The November Man with Pierce Brosnan, and A Medea Christmas with Tyler Perry, and What If with Daniel Radcliffe. That's it for Movies on DVD coming our way in November. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's Celebrity Birthday Time. We baked you a birthday cake. If you get a tummy ache and you moan and groan and woe, don't forget we told you so. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! 
Celebrity birthdays on October 26th. Pat Sajak turns 68 years old and Jacqueline Smith turns 69. Carrie Elweiss turns 52. Lauren Tweez of The Love Boat, she was Julie, turns 61. October 27th, John Cleese, 74. Ted Wass of Soap turns 61. And October 28th, Julia Roberts turns 46. Bruce Jenner, 64. And Annie Potts turns 61. October 29th, Richard Dreyfus turns 66. October 30th, Henry Winkler turns 68 years old. Grace Slick turns 74. October 31st, Vanilla Ice, Ice, Ice Baby turns 46. Rob Schneider turns 50. Dan Rather, 82. And Lee Grant turns 87. And November 1st, Jenny McCarthy turns 41. November 2nd, Stephanie Powers, former guest here at On Screen and Beyond, turns 71. As far as our listener birthdays, Karen in London, England, turns 45 on the October 27th date. October 28th, it's William K. in L.A. He turns 56. Pam in Toronto, Canada on uh, October 29th. And she's going to turn 28 on that date. And now I hope I say this right. Micah L., I think it is, or Mika, in Orlando, Florida, turns 39 on October 31st. That is it for celebrity and celebrity listeners here at On Screen and Beyond. If you'd like to have your birthday announced here at On Screen and Beyond, one of our listeners or a friend or relative, whatever, email it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I will get it on for you. Give me a you know a week's notice or something just so I make sure I have it in time. And uh, that's it. That is it for birthdays here at On Screen and Beyond. Next on On Screen and Beyond... It's Halloween, and Pat Priest is going to be joining us. She was Marilyn Munster on the 60s fun show, The Munsters. And it's a classic show, and we hope you'll enjoy that interview. Pat Priest is coming up next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. My guest today on On Screen and Beyond is an actress from one of classic TV's favorite families, the Munsters. She played the role of Marilyn Munster, but she also co-starred on many TV shows and in a film with Elvis. It's Pat Priest. Pat, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Well, thank you so much, Brian. Pat, I, I'm really excited to have you on the show because the Munsters was such a fun show. Well, you know, it was. It was fun for me. We uh, we became a family personally as well as professionally, and it just didn't seem like work at all because we had such a good time. What about the cast? It just looked so much like you all clicked real well together. You know what we did? Uh, Al and Grandpa, every day we were filming, I had lunch with them, and Yvonne and I occasionally went to lunch. We all had children about the same age. Um, we all got along. There were never any fights or disagreements. You know, people that have interviewed us have always said, "Oh, aren't you, didn't did you didn't y'all have any fights or anything?" And I kept saying, "No, we were a rather boring group." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's that's always nice to hear. Yeah, it was. It was, and Alan and Al was my mentor. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. 
start back at at the beginning uh, when you started to be uh, wanting to be an actress. Was it when you were a little girl, or or how did that oh, come about? No. No, I never started out wanting to be an actress. It just, my mother was doing a church road show, and she was the director. And I was about 15, and they needed a, because it was a time thing, they needed a three-minute curtain act while they set up the scenery. So my mother came up with the bright idea that I would do a comic record pantomime. Hmm which I did, and it was an old Beatrice Kay. She was an old British uh, singer, funny, and it was called Hooray, Hooray, I'm Going Away with the Man in the Little White Coat. <laughs> and, of course, you know, I get, and it's all pantomime, and I get laughing hysterically and and then and rolling on the floor, and everyone in the audience is laughing and laughing, and then they come to people in white coats and take me off. So uh, apparently other people saw it, and then they wanted me to come into Salt Lake to a um, uh, television show that was there that went on every day from 5 to 6. And I did it a couple times, and we wanted, they wanted me to come in every week and do different you know, record pantomimes, which I did for a while. Well, I did them on all the school assemblies and things like that. And then I did a lot of little theater work. Uh, at the time I started little theater, I was married, newly married. Mm-hmm. And uh, my husband was in the Navy, and we were transferred, and I wanted something to do. So I went into to uh, little theater and did a lot of little theater. And, and that was in Northern California. Then when we finally transferred to Southern California... I got an agent and started doing TV commercials. Uh-huh. And then, you know, little bit parts on lots and lots and lots of different shows. Do you remember your first first role on TV? First role, e- first commercial? E- no, the first role on TV as far as a TV show, but even though if it was just a, a, a bit part, do you remember it? Uh, well, uh, yeah, Dr. Kildare. Really? A nurse. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Did you have lines on it or just uh, were you just, you know? Yeah, just just a few little lines. Yeah, but that started it all for you, huh? But you know, I was doing at that time Dr. Kildare and and Perry Mason and Death Valley Days and Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea and My Favorite Martian and <laughs> All great shows. The Lieutenant uh, Wendy and me, I I worked, you know, just about all the shows. Hmm. Jeez. Now, and a little bit, you know, small parts. Yeah. <laughs> now, with the Munsters, uh, of course, uh, someone else was playing the role of Marilyn at first. Uh, so how did you come about to get that role? Well, uh, yes, it was originally played by Beverly Owen. And she was from New York, and... She came out to California. She left a boyfriend behind. And uh, he was a director of Captain Kangaroo. Oh, really? (laughs) And uh, from what Al and Fred tell me, I mean, she cried all the time. She was so upset. Uh. 
she wanted to go back to New York and and so after 13 weeks they let her out of her contract (laughs) and I tested for the part on a Wednesday they called me on Thursday to tell me I had the job I signed the contracts on Friday and started work on Monday Wow! (laughs) I have never seen her 50 years now I've never seen her I've never met her Hmm. Yeah. Not that interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. I figured along somewhere. On a Friday, and I came in on a Monday. Yeah. I would have figured. And our paths have never crossed. Yeah. You would have thought somewhere along the line at some autograph show or something that you might have met up. But uh, yeah. Well, she doesn't do anything like that. But even like a talk show, they would have brought us. Yeah. Both yeah. on. You know, as kind of like a surprise. Right. Yeah. Because we shared a common experience, and now it's fifty years later. This year, we've been on the air fifty years. Uh, I sure wish someone would do that. I think it would be very interesting. Oh, yeah, the stories would be great. Were you a fan of the show at first? You know, I wasn't familiar with it. Not at all. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I watched it when I knew I was going to go for the right. interview. Yes. But that was about it. Huh. After you got onto the show, it must have been hard for you to walk around just around <laughs> town because everybody must have known who you were. I, well, I guess they did, but you know, uh, in LA, you, they see so many people all the time. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that, you know, they really, they really don't approach you. Yeah. Huh. Occasionally, maybe in a restaurant, someone come over and ask for an autograph. But basically, no. They leave you alone, pretty much. Yeah, but all the other people were in costumes, so they they couldn't be recognized as easily. I'm sure. No, that is true. <laughs> Although Grandpa, yeah, thirty years later, out of costume, everybody knew him. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Jeez. Now, how did you get the part on an Elvis film? Well, Hal Wallace, uh, I was through with the Munsters at that time, mm-hmm. and Hal Wallace was directing the picture, and uh, he called my agent and said he'd like me to come in and like to talk with me. So I went in. I didn't know he was getting ready to do an Elvis picture. I went in and, and uh, talked with him, and he, he told me a little bit about the picture, and um, you know, and would I would I like to do? It? And I said, of course, I'd love to do it. And that was it. I mean, there was no testing or anything. Wow. Huh. Now, had they known you from the Munsters? Is that yes? That's yes, one of the reasons have. why. Right. Yeah. Now, at that time, was it the studio? Uh, you know, everybody was still involved with studios, and they were placing people, or or had that dropped? Oh, you mean uh, when Hal Wallace? Yeah. No, they weren't placing people. That was Paramount, ah. and I worked. I worked out of Universal. I see. But my contract was up at Universal. So. I see. Yeah. 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 So, so <clears throat> how was it working on a film with Elvis? Well, first off, were you a fan of Elvis? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I I just um. You know, I was more a fan. I was more in the Nat King Cole, the, mm-hmm. the Eddie Fisher, the you know, an older era. Yeah, the crooners. Yeah, the crooners. Yeah, and he was a little more rock and roll, mm-hmm. a little bit. Although he had a nice voice, it just was not my music 
genre at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, but I mean, I of course knew of Elvis and I'd seen him and and I liked him as a person. Yeah. I didn't dislike his music, not at all. But it just wasn't, you know, my kind of music from my era. I see. And um, but working with him was was great. I mean, he was um, quiet. He was shy. Uh, very nice. Never caused anyone, directors or anyone that's at one bit of trouble or problem. He was always on time. He was not a prima donna. He was just, an, and he always came with his ten guys that worked for him. They all, you know, did different things, music and and uh, everything, mm-hmm. wardrobe and so on. Yeah. And um, and they were all great guys, too. And between takes, but Priscilla was very much in the picture at that time. Oh, really? Yeah. Although I never met her, she never came on the set. But she was very much in the picture. And but we used to just sit, you know, when we weren't in scene, just sit and chat, and, you know. Um, and I I was married and had two children at the time, and um, so it was a very it was a very nice experience. I'm glad I had it, and when I had it. Ah, uh, yeah. Never saw him after that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you have any on-screen kisses with Elvis or anything? No, and I'll tell you why. In all Elvis's movies, there was always a good girl and a bad girl. Mm-hmm. And usually, the good girl was the blonde and the bad girl was the brunette. <laughs> okay. This time, the good girl was the brunette and the bad girl was the blonde. Ah, <laughs> And Elvis doesn't kiss bad girls. <laughs> I see. Okay. So I didn't. I didn't kiss him. Yeah. Now you know we've had several actresses who have been in different movies with Elvis, and you know they all said the same thing that you said that he was such a gentleman and so actually quiet and shy, and you wouldn't think that. So that's uh, it's, it's kind of you'd expect him to be like you say a prima donna because he he was a big rock yeah, star. And, and everything. not at all. Huh. Not at all. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's nice to hear. So, yeah. After that, you were in uh, Mannix and and the Red Skelton show and so many other shows. Uh, Bob Hope. Uh, how is it with Bob Hope being in a show with him? He, I mean, he's such a, you know, a classic. <laughs> well, he doesn't. He does his work. He does his skits and all, but he's not one to joke around and, and really? all. No, 
he he strictly when he when he's filming and doing things. I mean, he jokes a little bit. The one that was always joking around was Red Skelton. Oh, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> he he must have been amazing to work with. Oh, he was great. Yeah, he was he was lovely. Yeah. He kept telling me I reminded him of his ex-wife. Oh, really? <laughs> or his wife had passed away, I think. Oh, really? Oh. And I said, well, then good, you've got good memories. <laughs> <laughs> now, you stopped working after, what, the late 70s when you were on the Mary Tyler Moore show, right? Uh, and you played? Well, no, uh, I quit. Well, I moved to Idaho. And I was doing, you know, still a lot of different things as long as we we were living in California. And I moved to Idaho uh, about 85. Uh-huh. And, of course, when then I've lived in Idaho ever since. When you, if you want to work in Hollywood, you've got to be there. Right. Number one. Yeah. You've got to be there for interviews, and I'm not going to fly down for an interview. I'll fly down for a part. True, true, yeah. But but not for a casting call. Mm-hmm. And and then so then I started doing um, memorabilia shows, autograph shows, and uh, that's where we met. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I've been doing those. Um, oh gosh, twenty years now. Back when they did the Munsters, uh, or Here Come the Munsters film, you did a, yes. a cameo on that, right? No, I did not. Oh, you didn't? No. You, oh, you, you mean you're talking about the television show? Yes. Oh, yes. The TV yes, movie. we did. All of us did. Yeah? Yeah. So it was, what was that like, getting back together like that? Well, it, it was interesting. I <laughs> a funny little story. Um. I hadn't seen Yvonne in probably, oh, a good 10, 10, 12 years. And the car came, uh, the limo came to pick me up because we were filming out uh, on location. But our, the, the sound stages were maybe 20 miles mm-hmm. out of uh, uh, L.A., and so uh, they picked me up, and then we went. We we're going to the hotel or motel, actually, to pick uh, Yvonne up. And um, we pulled up kind of in front of where her room was, and I said, Well, I'll run in and get her. And he said, Okay. So I knocked on the door, and she opened the door, and I put my hands out on, like, on her shoulders. And I said, Oh, Yvonne, it's so good to see see you and she backed away from me and said who in the hell are you (laughs) (laughs) i said yvonne i'm pat priest maryland (laughs) oh oh well it's been a long time (laughs) now when they did make the the other movies there they didn't have you come back which i was very disappointed on because well uh, i was oh i was too i'm sure um you know, what was interesting, the excuse they gave me was they felt I was too old. Oh. Well, like I'd, like, uh, I'd aged in a month after the show. Right. You yeah. know, went on hiatus. I mean, I aged, you know. Yeah. I was not too old for the show. What I feel it was 
is Debbie Watson was under contract. My contract was up. Mm -hmm. And they would have to renew my contract. She was on contract. And so they they replaced her. Uh I mean, they... She was already on contract, yeah. and they, they wouldn't have to pay her. So, I mean, under contract, yes, but mm. they wouldn't have to do two people. Right, yeah, yeah. And oh. that's that's what I think happened. Yeah, that's too bad, Jace, because, I mean, you know, like yeah, when we see the it movie. Was. It broke my heart. I was really, you know. Yeah, because it's not the same. I mean, you know, it's like. Oh, who's this? <laughs> why did they, yeah. Why do they? And have not somebody? even the same color hair. Right. Oh, yeah. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> I know. They could have at least put a wig on her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Now, Pat, I want to finish up with two final questions. Sure. Uh, taking us away from the monsters and everything else that you did, but nowadays, uh, when you watch TV, what are your favorite TV shows now, and what are your favorite TV shows of the past, and also what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Well, uh, of course, my all-time favorite movie is Gone with the Wind. Classic, yes. Yeah. And uh, I love the, the, like, the King's Speech in this year. I love Blue Jasmine. Um, I, hmm, I'm just trying to think of some of my all-time uh, favorites. On the TV shows, of course, I like Jackie Gleason, Carol Burnett. I love Lucy, uh, Laugh-In, you know, all the great comedies, the great, because they had all the great comedy writers. We right. don't have shows like that anymore, The Honeymooners, mm-hmm. and we don't have shows like that. Yeah, yeah, we had Kyle Reiner on the show a while back, and uh, oh. you know, he was a, a writer for, of course, the, uh, the oh. uh, Sid Caesar and everything. And Sure. Yeah, and the... I mean, those shows, these are all, they were all great, funny, fun, and and even the family shows portrayed a, a normal family. Yeah. Now, and of course I call it the dimming down of America, now the shows that they are portraying are what I would consider dysfunctional families, but they're portraying them as this is the normal way people live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then we wonder why, you know, uh, children's views are different and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just, it's all the way they're being educated. Yeah. So uh, one thing more that I wanted to ask you, and I, I almost forgot about it, uh, you were in a movie in 1971 that is, uh, it was a low-budget movie. It was a horror-type thing called The Incredible <laughs> Two-Headed Transplant. Yes, yes. But but the cast of that... In... I mean, can you believe it? Casey Kasin was in there. Yes. John Barrymore Jr. Bruce Dern, Bruce Dern. played my husband. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, Bruce Dern was, was on our show, too, a while back. Yeah. Well, they went on to do wonderful things, mm. and I went on. <laughs> <laughs> but that that being a low budget movie like that, uh, it, it, with so many great actors and actresses in it, it it's just amazing. I know. I know. Can you believe it? Yeah. Well, we were all young, and we were all you know, kind of trying to get started, and, and uh, you know, 
at that point, you took a just about everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Pat, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. Well, and- thank you, Brian. It's been great uh, talking with you, and and um, and I, I enjoyed meeting you. Yeah, it was a pleasure to meet you, too. It was just an honor to, to, to meet up with you, uh, and uh, I do thank you so much for taking the time. I know you have a busy schedule, and I appreciate it well, that you took this thank time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Pat Priest, what a wonderful lady. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. It was a pleasure to meet her and then call her on the phone and do the interview. And uh, just so nice, such a nice woman, and uh, we appreciate it. Well, we have got a lot of great guests lined up here at On Screen and Beyond. I've been on the phone. I've been seeing them in person and talking to them and getting connections. And we have got a lineup that you are not going to believe. So I hope you'll keep listening to On Screen and Beyond. Don't stop on those suggestions, though. Send your suggestions to feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And I will see about getting that person on the show for you. And uh, it takes a while sometimes, but we'll do our best about getting that on. And uh, let's see, what else? If you are on Facebook, be sure to like us. If you're on iTunes, leave us a review there. And more people who hear about On Screen and Beyond, be sure to tell a friend, get the news out. And uh, those stats keep growing and growing and growing every single day. They're just getting bigger and bigger, so we appreciate it. Hope you're enjoying the shows. If you have any uh, comments or anything, just uh, email me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I read every single email that we get, and I really enjoy listening to you know what you have to say and uh, your suggestions and everything else. So be sure to do that. Well, I guess that's about it. Uh, we get a lot of things coming up, and I hope you're going to uh, keep listening to On Screen and Beyond. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.